You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. The following segment is from Monday, Football Monday, on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. Everybody else in the world likes to think that they know what they're talking about. They don't. Pete, Kist, and I are going to tell you the teams uh, that are most likely going to be representing the Blue N when it comes to Tampa Bay's Super Bowl in February. I reckon that Tampa Bay is involved there. In fact, maybe we just start there. Like the, the slam dunk for the number one seed in the NFC does come from that division, but it's the New Orleans Saints. And top to bottom, the most talented roster in the NFL. They're going to be in our game of the week. I want to talk about it later there, uh, but I think their argument for the number one seed is incredibly straightforward. After them, I think you have to look at the reigning NFC champions, the San Francisco 49ers. I think it's important to look at what they did in a historical context and ask the question, is it possible for a team that went from a bottom five team, which saw crazy improvements in DVOA on both sides of the ball from one year to the next, to stick the landings on both of those improvements and not slip even just a little bit the next year. And history tells us that that's pretty rare. Further working against them is that they play in the toughest division in the NFL. The Seahawks are serious contenders every year, despite the fact that they won't let Russ cook. The Rams have a baseline for offensive success with Sean McVay. And I'd argue that Shanahan and Garoppolo have a higher floor than McVay and Goff, but the Rams are still going to be very competitive. The Arizona Cardinals are a sneaky team that we might talk about in some of those surprising teams, right? They're the trendy pick. And look, I've got Seattle winning this division, but I don't think a 12 or 13 win teams comes out of that division. It's just too competitive from T to B, from top to bottom. So if it's not them as a one seed contender, and it can't be the Tampa Bay Bucks if they're the second in the division behind the Saints, then that team either has to come from the North or, or, or they're the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. And I struggle with this because every year we get all this media hype surrounding the Cowboys and every year they fall flat. And I get it. They have a huge fan base spread out all over the country. They're a moneymaker for the league, so they get more coverage. But this year, I think they actually deserve it. I hate that I had to say that because I know my BGN following will hate me, for, hate me for it. And I know RJ is about to say some stupid stuff off the back of it. But, I mean, the big question is simple. Do they just get better from switching out Jason Garrett for Mike McCarthy? And the answer for me is yes. And the biggest part in all of this, and I, and I said this uh, when, it, when it all kicked off, retaining Kellen Moore as offensive coordinator, as long as McCarthy doesn't meddle too much, was the right choice and really the only choice. So you think about Dak's breakout rookie season. The offensive line certainly isn't as good now, and it's not bad, but there's a drop-off. Looking at his weapons, this is the best supporting cast that he's ever had. So the offense has been night and day since the acquisition of Mari Cooper. Michael Gallup is one of the best number two receivers in the league. CeeDee Lamb was my wide receiver, mm. one in the class. Blake Jarwin is such a big upgrade over trying to play the 60-year-old Jason Witten. And Zeke is Zeke is Zeke. The defense will be a problem, but the offense can win those boat races if needed. I think they're legit this year. They don't have any excuses left. The scapegoat is gone. Dallas has to make a run this year, and they need to sign Dak because he's a doggone good quarterback there. I said it. You know, we're going to get to the a AFC, though, too. And, and I, you know, I cover the Chiefs. And so you look at the weapons they have. 
When you look at the Cowboys and you see that they were able to keep Cooper and they have Gallup and they were able to add in C.D. Lamb, what I think is key for the Cowboys is Prescott is simply out of excuses. He's on a freaking franchise tag. Dude, you know how disrespectful it is to give the quarterback a franchise tag? Like, this is all the motivation in the world to be the team this year. I think that comes with pressure because now you have to do it. The, all the excuses have been thrown out the window. But you're right. I, I think it was key for you to mention that McCarthy needs to not meddle too much in, and, and just let the Cowboys be who they're going to be. I think he is best when he just plays that head coach role. And that in itself is a job. So I like the Cowboys there. And, and you guys kind of mentioned the teams that I wanted to talk about as well, the, the three teams that I have as my type candidates are the Saints, the Bucks, and the Seattle Seahawks. So that that kind of rounds up what, what I was going to get at as well. I don't know where to start here. <laughs> uh, I've, I've reached Nirvana, first of all. I, I think I think Kist is right. I think it's uh, not that you're any less right, Pete, but mm. it is very strange to see the pro-Cowboys movement across uh, our Twitter friends, right? You know, last year we had Ravens Twitter. There, there is a, a following, an intellectual following for what the Dallas Cowboys have done uh, from the offseason's beginning to this point. Uh, you know, I think that has kind of bought favor for McCarthy in some ways. You look at, for example, Joe Judge has been killed for the kind of like hokey things he's done with the Giants, like making them run laps and things like that. Mike McCarthy uh, put names on the back of Cowboys players practice jerseys he took names and numbers off when they held their scrimmage for the purposes of not giving away information to you know because that that was streamed on the Cowboys website and etc so I think you know I think that's a sign of, of how much favor he's he's bought and incurred with people is that he was able to do those things and not get dragged for them but I, I think that he did do a lot of things to sort of merit that uh, the the drafting of CeeDee Lamb it is so it sounds so stupid to give the Cowboys credit because you're right, Kiss, the best receiver in the class. Wow, you know, good job. You really, really went on a limb drafting CeeDee Lamb. However, this team, and, and I can tell you both, and, and I know you both follow the Cowboys because you have brains, they are notorious for sort of ignoring you know, I, I don't want to call it best player available, but ignoring common sense and going with what they believe is the right way. They were enamored with Caleb on chase on the edge rusher from LSU that went to Jacksonville and CD lamb happened to fall to them and really tested their philosophies. Are they going to be this team that is willing to adapt and adjust on the fly for the greater good in this case, CD lamb, or are they going to rely on their old archaic, you know, schematic beliefs, if you want to call it that. And so CD lamb is emblematic of a lot of things in that regard. I, I think you both know certainly the Chaz Green game of 2017 uh, where Adrian Claiborne destroyed him. That game in itself describes a lot of what Jason Garrett's flaws were. The Cowboys went into that game in Atlanta and said, Tyron Smith is hurt. Chaz, you just you just have to be the better. You got to you got to beat your man one on one. You got in. Whereas, you know, a Kyle Shanahan and Andy Reid, a Doug Peterson would would say, OK, well, I'm losing right off the bat in this fight. So let me scheme to this advantage. That was never how Jason Garrett operated. Mike McCarthy visited Pro Football Focus, which automatically increases his intelligence by 10 <laughs> points. Um, 
<laughs> and he is very, very, very cool and hip uh, in terms of how he sees this game. I really just believe that this team that was already one of the most efficient offenses in the NFL is going to really, really, really lean into that. They are better on defense. They've added Everson Griffin. I mean, there, there are a lot of reasons to believe why this is a team that can contend for the number one seed. My, my only fear is is just that they find a way to, to not do that time after time after time again. In fact, you know, the teams you both cover have won Super Bowls since we've all held these jobs and the Dallas Cowboys haven't come anywhere close. I think the theme of the NFC when you talk about these contenders, though, like for me, we're talking about the Cowboys. I, I mentioned it's the Saints, the Bucks, and the Seahawks. The theme is they have to get it done this year. And three of them are not going to, right? Because you look at the Cowboys. I just talked about how there's no excuses. The New Orleans Saints, what are they? A billion dollars over the cap next year? Like a billion? <laughs> so they have to figure that out once they are able to get the Camara deal done, which I know um, has to happen. Drew Brees is 41 years old. I, this mm. could be the, the last year that he really has an opportunity when you talk about all the moves that they have to make. He already has a broadcast deal done. And so to me, you have to take advantage. Kiss mentioned how they have one of the better rosters, if not the best roster in the National Football League. That's good enough to, I think, do enough with Breeze to 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 say, okay, this should be the team that's there. I like the Sanders addition. I like bringing back Malcolm Jenkins. Just the other day, Marcus Williams talked about how Jenkins is already helping his game. And so I look at the Bucks too, and, and with Tom Brady, I mean, that's a two-year rental. Like, that is a two-year rental, maybe... And, and, and you're looking at this year, like how long is Gronk necessarily going to be back for? And you're surrounding him with the same type of receivers that the Cowboys have to me in Godwin and, and Evans. Now you have Leonard Fournette suddenly there. You brought back Gronk. You told the organization, we want Gronk here. How much one-on-one -on -one is he going to get in the middle of the field? And, and this is a team that has to do it with Brady, right? You're going all in on Tom Brady, and he's not going to have a lot of time. This is someone that's now entering his mid 40s. And so to me, I, I just think that's the NFC. One team's going to be really happy and the other teams are going to be like, this happened to us again. Make sure you don't miss our next conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL show wherever you get your podcasts. Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high quality leads, fast closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.